Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guest Larry Emder. Mm, Exciting stuff. That's right. Only one guest, Tommy. El Clasico style. Mm, the two boys and yeah. one famous person yeah. tag teaming them. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, let's let's just discuss that for a tiny bit maybe up the top. Uh, just because, you know what? What's coming up is only one guest. Yep. And a slightly shorter main episode just because, uh, you know, we have someone who's got better things to do, as, yep. you'll, as you'll hear about in the in the main app. Yep. Um, uh, so we, it's very rare that we have to deal with a publicist because mm. usually the drop kicks we hang out with, uh, all we have to do is ask permission from their mum to come down. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But, and uh, they're not sitting in the room with us giving us the universal wrap it up fingers <laughs> <laughs> from the corner of the room. Well, which is very fair because uh, I, I don't think we actually mentioned it in the app, but we're in there with the in the publicist's actual hotel room. Yep, yep. So she's sitting there going, I do not want these grubs in here any longer than they need to be. Yeah, yeah. We got to get in the car. Yeah, we got actual launches to get to. Yeah. So, um, but very nice, very nice of Larry to um, use his time like this. Very nice of uh, the publishing house that you're about to hear about. Yeah, him. he's got a book out uh, for them to lend Larry to us for uh, for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Go and buy the book yeah. after you've heard the episode. Yeah, and then call up. Uh, is it Harper Collins, mm, the publisher? Sure, I think so. Yeah. Call them up and be like, just so you know. I bought this book, but it was only because of Larry's appearance on the Little Dum Dum. Well, Club. you know what? I would say it's better to say that to Larry. Sure, maybe. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. Let them both know. It's. I think. I think Larry knows what we're on about now, and is would be more swayed by that sort of opinion. Whereas, you know, I can just hit up Harper Collins like I did this time and make up all sorts of shit <laughs> <laughs> and convince them to, to lend Larry to us. So uh, I don't need any help on that end. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, enjoy this. Larry Emder, the great man, third appearance on the show. First studio episode. We'll be back to talk to you more at the end of the episode in Talking Dum Dum. But until then, enjoy Larry Emder. <laughs> Hey, mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow, and with me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Yeah, dickhead. And joining us today, very special guest. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Larry Ender. Yes. Did you just call me dickhead? No, that was it him. I said it. You've done the show twice before. I said that at the start of the other times. I always say it. Yeah. And after each time, I go, remind myself never to do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask. So this is your... First time kind of properly in the studio on the pod. We have yeah. had you on two live episodes in Sydney. Yes. One of them very early on when we didn't know what we were doing. And then another one where we broke the venue's uh, consumption for alcohol. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I did want to know when this request came through, why did you say yes? Well, the first time I did it, you two, you were like a couple of cute young boys, right? Yep. Then the second time, you were like grown up, twisted Vegas nut jobs. <laughs> yep. And then I figure now, uh, progressively speaking, this yeah. is you... Surely you guys have grown up now. Yeah, we're, we're, hooked, we're hooked on opioids at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're, we're into the pain pill addiction at this yeah, point. Yeah. Of the that was our peak back on the last time you were on. This is our slow descent now. I love into, it. Into the in, nursing home. Into, yeah, <laughs> into madness, into obscurity. Into Well, we stayed in obscurity, but yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that Good to away. see you guys. We are, th- thanks so much for squeezing us in because you do, you're on your little uh, book tour at the moment. So ha- happy yeah. as, uh, yes. which uh, we were sent the, the, the book by your publicist uh, yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. It was sent... Well, it's sent by your publicist last week, 
Uh, I got a text before it'll be delivered tomorrow, so it's been very helpful for our uh, research into yeah, this good, episode. Good, yeah, good. Yeah. Well, you know more about me than it says in the book anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, yeah, look, it has hampered our research a little bit, but I don't think you'll notice too much. So, first question, Grant, what is it like being on Family Feud? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, when I won Dancing with the Stars, um, and people always say, you look a lot taller on TV, and I'm like, wow. No, uh, we, you are on a book tour at the moment, so we've squeezed you in. Uh, but here's the thing, you're, you're running late for a book tour, for your first installment on the book tour. Yes. Now, so you're off to... The, uh, a bookshop in Frankston after this, which absolutely sounds like you're trying to fob us off because as if there's a fucking bookshop in <laughs> Frankston. <laughs> I've, I understand it's one of the great iconic bookshops. And right. now that I'm a, a literary person, yes. now I'm not just some game show host that you guys can kick around at will. <laughs> now I'm an author. Yeah. Uh, I have to go to where authory people yeah. go and that's yeah. Frankston. I reckon it must be like one of those things where it's like, okay, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. If you sell it at the Frankston Bookshop, <laughs> yeah. then this book is absolutely killer. Like, if they buy it, everyone will buy it, surely. That's your little... Surely. Little, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bookshops going out, of, going out of business around, you know, the rest of the world, and somehow they're thriving in Frankston. Yeah, What's yeah. the secret? And they've got, yeah, they've got the one appearance from Larry Emder, they get him, out of all the bookshops in Melbourne. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Not yeah. a bad little get for Frankston. N- not bad at all, but yeah. I'm very keen to go there. Um, I don't know how many books you guys have written. Uh, well, but it's um, a real thing in you know, my mind. Does not yeah, you know? Yeah, a lot no, of no, ideas no, no, magazines. You're thinking magazines now, <laughs> and you're not thinking written. You're thinking yeah, yeah. Put, contributed to, yeah. but not words. I've yeah. got this idea for a book about a boy who's a wizard. Right, and, uh, right, right, the idea right. is that I'm going to read it one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, ten yeah. of them. Well, you, of course you're joking because you, uh, I assume that you recognise I am a published author. I, I was through Penguin eleven years ago. I had a, yes. a, a joke compilation called Funny Buggers. Of course, we all know that. Yeah, That's so right. I, 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 that inspired Koshi to uh, do <laughs> yes. Koshi's best yes. joke books, yes. one, two, three, four, five, and six. That's right. He looked at Carl Chandler and said, I want to be more like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Inspired, I want to go to Frankston. Uh, <laughs> it also inspired parakeets around the country to do their business in yeah, the bottom yeah, of the cage, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think is where a lot of that material's ended yeah, up. But no, we have, uh, we have we did get the PDF of the book in time. In, right. By in time, we got it like uh, 36 hours ago or something. So we have been speed reading like Good. an MF for the last 36 hours. Best I, way to read a book, I've always said. Yeah. A PDF open in a Gmail window yeah, yeah. with 24 <laughs> hours before you've got to interview the yeah. subject. Yeah. I, I, with, with your porn still streaming on the other side of the screen. <laughs> I was reading your book in the gym this morning between reps. That was me. I was I was, I was was doing a, a, a bench... Oh, fuck, that shows how, how good I am at the gym. What are they called? Bench lifts. Bench presses. Bench, bench presses. presses. Yeah, yeah. Bench presses. <laughs> I didn't go to the gym at all. Uh, yeah, I was going to say on, we're so in the fiction section now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sorry, just back to the gym. What, what were you doing again? I was I was doing bench presses, and in between that, in, in between reps, I was then reading about how you proposed to your wife. I'm like, this is a weird sort of bit of inspiration. I'm like blocking out the the music and just reading about you down on one knee proposing to to Sylvia, your wife. I'm like, this is a this is a weird world to be in. So hang on, you're doing a rep. Yeah. And then you're reading a page of the book. Yes. And then you're going back to yes. do another rep. Yes. yes. Wow, hell of a workout. Yeah. I think that's what they call high-intensity workout. Is, it, <laughs> is that what the kids call it it's, today? Well, it's supposed to be like you should be like watching Rocky to pump you up or something. Yeah. And I'm yeah. reading about Larry Emder's proposal in between bench presses. It didn't, it, I, I'll put it this way, I won't do it again. I Since, think I'll use yeah. other things it to, like to inspire me. It sounds like F45 where you read one page and then you do... 
45 seconds off Yes And then read another page Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the yes. 45 is for 45 pages yeah. That's when you're <laughs> yeah, free of right. the workout then When one, you make One it. bench, whatever it's or called Or maybe that's <laughs> That's a 45-year-old workout that's, Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah For someone like that Yeah, yeah totally yeah, yeah. yeah, I yeah, I, I, I love the book It's great It's a, I've, I love a showbiz memoir And this is a, this this is unique To a lot of other showbiz memoirs I've read In that, you know Typically you get A lot of like really nice Kind of tea leaf stories Of when the subject is growing up And then some salacious Showbiz gossip But Far more rooting in your book than any of the <laughs> other is, showbiz memoirs is. I've read before. Yeah, that's right. Just a whole chapter devoted to rooting in the yeah. back of a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Salute. really, Carl, you really landed on the wrong chapter, didn't you? <laughs> yes. Of all the chapters in the gym to land on, oh, there's Larry Met Sylvie. There's much better chapters The in handless there. bench press. Nice yeah. stuff. <laughs> the one-arm bench press. Remove that man from yeah. the gym. <laughs> Well, I was venturing sort of about 60 kilos. That makes about, you know, sort of sense, I mm-hmm. think, about what... Anyway, whatever. <laughs> well, I thought you'd enjoy this story based on, um, yeah, based on how much, uh, yeah, sex stuff there is in the book. Well, it's just growing up, right? It's yeah, just, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that I, is, well that is, that's, that's the tone that really strikes in that a lot of it is, you know, sort of really nostalgic. It's like you yeah. be, being very, very nostalgic about your youth. And I'm the whole time I'm thinking... Who cares about the potato cakes you're eating? You're a bloody millionaire now. Be nostalgic about right now. You're living in this fucking awesome house and you've got this great career. Who cares about the Dagwood dogs you ate when you were 12? Uh, I will say, I got fixated on, I think it's like page two where you talk about, you're a lifelong surfer yeah. and you talk about your first surfboard yes. you got for free in a KFC combo. Oh, yeah, well, it was yeah. a dollar. Right, yeah. right, don't don't yeah. go, don't go. <laughs> oh, money bags. Yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was like the wolf of Bondi just <laughs> throwing throw out them dollars all over the place. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Now it was the first uh, first surfboard K- with a bucket of KFC for a limited time only. Yep. Uh, you get yeah. a uh, a fiberglass surfboard that would rip the four top layers of skin off. It was oh. so rough, but it, that's where it started. That that's is. a different. They're just they've all the fast food chains have given up on what they're giving away. <laughs> yeah. In the combos these did, days, did you did you have to hide hide the fact that it was a KFC uh, because it would back then. I'm assuming it was a Kentucky Fried Chicken yes. surfboard, not a KFC one. Right. So I remember I got my first sports bag for like when I'd go to play soccer, and I got the KFC sports bag to have right. all my training gear right. in. But I like had the texture, and I'd like scribble out the KFC logo. But as soon as you turn up to training, you go KFC bag, your <laughs> pov, yeah, yeah, your right. poverty. <laughs> is, <laughs> is that why you don't take your Guzman and Gomez bag to the gym now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is that what? We, 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 no, because everyone down? had them. Everyone, oh, everyone had because we were yeah. kids. Um, yeah. Uh, Thank you for reading the book. Shame, Carl, you didn't get to this I chapter. Did, it I was the first bloody chapter, I mate. Did, the I was, first page. I read before I went to the gym. I hey, didn't read Larry, all of it there. Look at those guns. That's the price <laughs> you have to pay to look like that. It's only in one arm, <laughs> really, <you know? laughs> But yeah, I because yeah, that's the your first sports bag from KFC, yeah. your first yeah. um, uh, surfboard from KFC. Mm. The first time I ever saw Indiana Jones on a on a VHS cassette from oh. McDonald's. They oh. had a giveaway for a period right. where you could go and like pay it like five bucks with a breakfast yeah. meal and you get an Indiana Jones movie on VHS. That, They're asleep at the wheel in there now. They're not that, doing anything like that this. That does show, I think, the <laughs> athletic difference between Larry and, and me and you. Yeah. Like surfboard, yep. soccer bag, yep. Indiana Jones on VHS. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> not one of the great outdoorsmen. Yeah. Well, I pulled the TV outside. Oh, got yeah, some nice. sun while I was watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Did yeah, a bit yeah. of moonlight cinema action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, given how much um, uh, yeah, sex stuff there is in the book, I thought I, this happened to me recently. I think you fixated on the sex bit. Yeah, well, I mean, so if I read the same chapter 15 times... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, okay, maybe that is on So the you'll end. love this story. The, the first book that arrived, right, the first book, it's got to go to my mum. 
Of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. So I well, it certainly it, didn't go to us. No, so yeah. <laughs> that's right. You got the PDF, EDF, EMT, CV. Um, so it goes to mum and I, I, I take it up to mum and I go, mum, here it is, copy number one. She goes, I'm so excited. I can't wait to read it and show all of my friends, right? An hour later, she texts me having read the sex stuff and the panel van stuff and the dick pic stuff. <laughs> yeah. going, I can't show my friends any of this. I can't show this book to any of my friends. Oh, that dick pic stuff, I read all through and I got to the end and I was like, yeah, but this isn't real. And got right to the end and went, "Oh, this is real. Yes. This is." I thought you were just doing a routine in there. I was like, "This is this is you just like because you're quite funny throughout the book." And then so I'm like, "Oh, this is a nice little bit from Larry." And then it gets to the end, and go, "Oh no, that's not funny. That's yeah. real. That's mm. that's for mm. realsies." Mm. So, oh, some old old school dick pic stories <laughs> happening in, so down uh, to the one hour photo place. Yes, yeah. horrendous. Yeah. Because that is that is sort of a bit of a routine that stand up comedians will do now. Like, imagine if you did that. And I'm reading yeah. that going. Oh, this is based on Larry Ember, all these jokes. Yes. <laughs> it is good. It's just like Larry's doing ha- stand-up like halfway through the book. Yeah, you know yeah, when yeah. you go down to the yeah, yeah. one-hour <laughs> photo? But I did my – my back has been in a lot of pain for the last little while and I was like racking my brain trying to remember what I'd done to it. And I mm. remembered what I did was – this is a couple of months ago now. I was like, what, what have I put my back through to have this agony? And I remembered it was because I bent over in the street at breakneck speed – because I saw a pile of pornos in the middle of the street. Just old school. Just left lying around. In the city? In the city. Just walking through Collingwood. Couldn't believe it. Like, and this, I... What, why did you have to jump on them so... Did they have your name on them? <laughs> <laughs> why, why did you have to jump? Yeah, yeah. I thought it looked like me. I was yeah, like, hang on, this wow, has gotten out. Yeah. The guy at the one-hour photos betrayed me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, this happened a while ago, and I, um, I, had, I, kept the envel- I had the envelope of them, and I brought them to a live show that we did during the comedy festival, Carl. And I thought, ah, oh, this will be a funny prop. This could have been, you know, the, you've done it, two of our live shows before. Yes. Larry, you've seen the kind of the kind of frenzy that the well, crowd I, I, whipped, I don't remember. I had my eyes closed most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding my breath and had my eyes closed most of the time. Make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> that is the thing. That, I mean, we talked about that last show we did in Sydney with you. Now, that was you know, the thing is that generally me and Tommy are a bit nervous going to these live shows because you go, well, there's a lot of people here to see us and we sort of make a lot of it up and hopefully this is one of the good ones and whatever. But I've never seen someone so nervous as you backstage because you were genuinely like... This could end my career. This, you were you were genuinely like, I don't want this to get back to my boss. I could get sacked. Correct, and because sorry, I went into um, sorry, I went into chase mode. Then correct. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's a thing. As soon as, I, as soon as I get a microphone, I get a microphone. I'm like, boom shakalaka. But no, because I think the first time we met, you guys were. You were awesome, but it was a different thing, We right? just started. Yeah. You just started. Yeah. And you were like little tiptoeing through the tulips there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I turn up at this show and I'm out the back and hearing your new stuff, I'm like, oh, <laughs> trip up. get me out of here yeah, quickly, yeah, get yeah. me out of here. I did. I, do, I do think you timed it very poorly for our on our sake for you were walking and we were doing stand-up before we did the podcast. Yes. And my stand-up had just degraded into just yelling at people and them yelling <laughs> yes. at me back. And yes, you yes, went, yes. oh, my God. God. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to be doing Ballarat Regional game shows from now on. Like, yes. Yeah, and there was no – at that venue, there was no way into the green room from, like, out in the st- – you had to, like w- – you had to, like, walk through the audience. Yeah. So you're yeah. getting the full yeah. 
4D experience yes. of yes, what yes. you're about to be and living. I'll, and as you get in the book, I've tried all of my career to play it pretty straight, yes. right? Keep the train on the tracks. Yes. And I was looking at your the stand-up stuff going, I'm dead here. Yes. This is the <laughs> this is I need to not only not be in this room but not be in this postcode at this particular time. <laughs> yes, because all through the book you're saying, you know, your dad t- taught you just be nice to people. And you must have walked through that and gone, wow. Wow. Everything that I've been taught is wrong here yeah, in this room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember sitting out the back praying going, dad, forgive me. Dad, forgive me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, you, so you found a bunch of pornos and then brought it along to a live show. Yeah. That's in the, you found them in the city because you grew up in Bondi. So you, I'm a country boy. So traditionally that would be the thing of you would find pornos up the bush, up the yeah. – hide them. Now what, what would you do in, in Bondi? In the, in the beach? Did anyone like hide pornos in the sand? Hide them in the like rip. That? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, um, I've never heard of anybody hiding pornos in the sand. Oh, Maybe yeah. it's – I don't want to say it's just you two guys, but I think it's just you two guys. <laughs> yeah. You think, think you I go, found Carl's porno in the street. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys just go sniffing around for porno. Right, and you, yeah, you'll yeah. find it out in the bush and going, Mum, look what I found, but it's actually yours. You hid it there yeah, like a month yeah. or so earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. That's well, fair. I brought it to that live show. I had it in the big envelope yep. and I had it kind of sitting behind the curtain and then it was the one that we did on the last night of the festival, which people listening will have heard, yep. where we got – Pretty drunk yep. and pretty carried away. Yep. I forgot to bring it up. Yep. I, I then forgot to pick up the envelope again. Yep. So now there's just an envelope of porno. <laughs> oh, no. Floating around at the European Do- Cafe. No. <laughs> the dots have been connected because the day later, I got rung by the manager going, why is my upper floor covered in old pornos? And me going, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I gave someone the same experience that I had. Yes. Uh, yeah. And not only that, but he, like, like he took pictures of each of the pages of porno and sent them to me going, does this ring a bell? I'm like, no, none of them. Stop sending me the pictures. It's not like the fifth one's like, oh, now I get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't recognise the first 10 <laughs> automatically, but yeah. the last 45, yeah, 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 I got that. So, but you've seen them. I have seen them, yeah. Pretty nice, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good get. Well done. <laughs> Do you guys want me to leave you alone here for a while? No, yeah, no, no, well, no. No, this, not- is the, this is the start of it, the new phase of this podcast where it's like an investigative, like, true yeah, crime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true yeah. crime. Journalistic, yeah. like, I want to know. True pornography. <laughs> yeah, had, right. How does an envelope like this just get left in the yeah. street? I want to know. I want to work backwards and know everything about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I mean, you, you could, you were, you were a journalist to start with in your career, so you could, you could crack the case. You were, uh, you, you were the senior crime reporter for a unpaid newspaper. Oh, yes, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Now you, no, so you, you, you could get on this, but uh, you were, you did start your career in the media yeah. as a copy boy. I mean, like, I mean, I don't think that job even exists anymore, does it? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine. Not. I don't think so because it'd be all electronic now. So yeah. our, our job was well, firstly, go on empty ashtrays and pick up coffee cups. Um, so the ashtrays don't exist, and it was running uh, bits of paper. So a journalist would finish a story, and we'd run it down to the printer section, yeah. and that doesn't happen anymore. Obviously, yeah. it's all email, so email, yeah. maybe it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it was all a bit Jimmy Olsen, isn't it? So yeah, I, don't think, I don't think that I don't think it exists anymore. But but that was your foot into the industry. So, yeah. the, but you didn't you didn't fancy, I guess, being a journalist. That's not, that wasn't no. sort of yeah yeah. Well, I, I had the same sort of thing when I was growing up. I sort of my first foot into media was a country newspaper called the Mirabara Advertiser and right. I was there for work experience for two weeks and I, I was just thinking on the way in um, what I did was I went in there and sort of farted around didn't do much and, and, and I kind of thought oh I'd, I'd get to be do you know like you were yeah. in Bondi so you were, you, were, you were writing about crime like true crime yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and I was going in 
the senior journalist car and going out to check on cows, sick sick horses and things like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be a journalist for a story anymore. or yeah, just because. Yeah, yeah. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not out of goodwill, but right. no. So that was that was like the stories we were breaking. This like is like page one stuff. news. Well, sick horse. No, come on, don't bring Mirabeau down. It was like <laughs> ten eleven, page ten eleven. So, so I went out there and I, that was my job. So I didn't want to be a journalist anymore. But what I just thought of on the way in was. What I actually did do when I was like not didn't have anything to do was they had a massive archive of like all the copies of the Mirror Advertiser from eighteen whatever until yeah. now. So it was basically it's the history of the town. Mm-hmm. And in my tiny little sixteen year old brain, I thought this was a good thing to do. I just went through the entire history of Mirror looking for references to me in yes. all the newspapers, and then I just cut them out and just put them in my pocket and went, oh, cool, now I've got m- the mention of me in the newspaper. But then it's like that's, in hindsight, that's quite a psychotic it's thing. It's so psycho. It looks, like, it looks like a serial killer trying to cover his tracks. So when yeah. they've gone back to try and find out about this guy's history, it's like there is no, no remainder of It's been redacted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what... What everyone's thinking now is why were you even mentioned in the paper? Was this for hiding porn in the bushes, or <laughs> what? Why were you in the paper? Yeah, yeah, that was a section in the Mirror Advertiser. There wasn't <laughs> yeah. a lot. Great crime reporter instincts, Larry. They've never See? left you. <laughs> See, I should be on sixty minutes. I should be on sixty minutes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, what sort of stuff were you finding? Oh, uh, it was just participation stuff and sports stuff and just anything. I think any like I think like art shows and stuff like that. Look, nothing great. Nothing right. Great. Well, look. I, it's not like I can go back and check now because it's all the way it's all been gone. wiped anyway. So. The Mary Barak uh, paper having an archive is amazing in and of itself. Like people are going to need to know one day what happened here. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, just because you're in a town of eight thousand doesn't mean like forget <laughs> everything that happened yesterday. We yeah, 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 right. So we don't do this again. So yeah, we learn okay. the lessons of Mary Barak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wonder what other stuff you could sneak in and try to erase from the history of Mary all you need is a pair of scissors. I know that. It's pretty easy. <laughs> it's pretty easy to change history. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. Now, my favourite. So you've got a, a bunch of cracker stories in the book, and, and I don't want to like just give away great punchlines and everything like that. But there, so I just want to highlight some of the like little bits that just blew my mind. Like in terms of their awesome things to have, have happened. My favourite thing in, in the book is that you bought your house or your apartment that you still own now. Yes. Yes. When you were, I don't know, 22, 23, 24, yeah. something like that. But you bought it at auction. Yes. Not wearing a shirt. Yes. Not wearing shoes. Yes. And drunk. And drunk. <laughs> and drunk. It's a good story. That is it? so good. It's a good story. That's so good. But yeah. just, just the idea that, like, I, that wouldn't happen now, would it? Like, if someone walked in shirtless, shoeless, and wouldn't drunk, have been allowed. Yeah, yeah you just you just you just be expecting someone to bid. Oh, 16 million unicorns, thank you. It's like, yeah. no, no, get that man out of here. I've got to give this book to my dad because he's one of those people who he loves to be like, you know, the, the generation today they think we had it easy getting into the property market. It was just as hard as it is now. It's like, yeah. read this, dad. Yeah, yeah. No shirt, no shoes, yeah. maggot, a get man, in the house. A man like, cosplaying as a homeless man bought a house back then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I had them all fooled. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been so gutting for the guy. You, the guys. The well, it was because I, I, my mate thought because it was a, a big thing at the time for me. You know, was a, a, to do that. Um, interest rates were nineteen percent. It was crazy. But uh, my mate thought, oh, let's just have a couple of bourbons on the beach first. So we had a couple, then we had a couple more, then we had a couple more, and then it was like, oh, we're late. Uh, so jump in the surf and and run back up, run back up to the auction. So it was it was crazy. It was crazy, and I bid. 
much more than the unit was worth, yeah. but it's in Bondi and it was 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's come I, good. I do like it in the book, you're sort of stressing, oh, I really paid over. I really, And I kept yeah. having to pump up the price and I really paid over. But, you know, when you look back, you're going, oh, my God, how much did I pay? You paid 260 grand for a house <laughs> opposite Bondi Beach. It's, that's like, right. it's like you're not getting any sympathy from anyone that's reading right. your book. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. So I'm just going to get drunk at every auction. <laughs> Oh man, what a get! What a You've get. also got a great story about um, uh, the milkshakes that you were a fan <laughs> yeah, of when yeah, you yeah. were a kid, and how the the guy is it Jimmy? Jimmy, is, uh, how he reckons that McDonald's ripped him off. Yeah, well, he reckons he had the shake. first surf shake, the right, first right. thick shake. And, I love, and we believe Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> I love a guy. I love someone that's just like convinced that they invented something. Yes, I've got a friend who reckons that he invented saying "meh" about things. <laughs> All right, yeah. He's All like. When we were in high school, he's like, yeah, yeah I, I started that. I was the first person to ever do that. Right. I remember thinking that that would be a funny thing to say. And I was like, what? man, they've done it. It's on The Simpsons. And he's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, it's gone pretty far, hasn't it? He's con- to this day, he's convinced wow. that he like invented it. He At a party, absolute well, punish. He'll I hold guess. court going like funny. not backing down. I guess someone's got to invent everything at some point. So your mate invented that. Your mate invented the thick shake. Yep. Yeah. Someone's got to invent everything. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. You could What got invented in Maryborough, you could go into the archive, cut them out of the paper <laughs> oh, and yeah. just say you invented it. That's what I need to do. Go back to the holes in the paper and stick new things in. Yeah. yeah. I've invented yeah. things. Stick in uh, Carl Stefanovic's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. He played well in the under-14 soccer back then in yeah. 1993 or whatever it was. It's a time machine when you can just go and fuck with the local paper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the real way to change yeah, history. Yeah, that's that's it's the new Wikipedia, the Mirror Advertiser <laughs> yeah. uh, archives. Um, I think now you've been in uh, TV for for quite a while now. Two hundred years. Two hundred years. Yeah. Wow. wow! Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, so <laughs> you look great. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> great doctor. Great doctor. <laughs> I would say that one thing hasn't kicked on for you, even though you've had an amazing career. Not a lot of babies or kids around called Larry. Larry's not really... It never took, did it? No. Never took. You're one of the last Larrys, I think. I know, I know. And I, I, I still argue with Mum. I said, Mum, that's a stupid name. I like, like it. It's fine. It's a stupid name. But my kids are really proud now because apparently, you guys might know about this, um, apparently when you go out on a bender... Oh, yes. Sometimes it's called a Larry Emder. Oh, <laughs> In rhyming okay. slang. So the Larry name comes good, you know, yeah. finally, yes. finally. Right. So my kids both called and said... No, we're out with friends and everyone's saying they're going to Larry Emder. I'm like, I've made it. I've oh, made it. Absolutely. But I would say this. The Emder is doing a lot of the heavy lifting in, <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. in that rhyming that's right. slang. Yeah. You could be called Ken Emder and that would be the same basically. <laughs> that's right. Same I thing. think it should be its own specific type of bender where you've gotten you've gotten written off and then you've made a significant purchase at the oh, end of it. Oh, you know? yes. yes. If you've come you've, out of the night with property. You've drunk all the, all the alcohol in order from cheapest to most expensive. Yes. 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 Okay, yes. there yeah. we go. Yes, yes. That's a or good you're one. walking through the street yodeling at four in the morning. <laughs> Because <laughs> a friend of the show, Lawrence Mooney, sometimes goes by Larry as oh, a shortening yeah, yeah. of Lawrence, oh. and that's yeah. stolen valor. Yes. I reckon that's yeah. that's not a, that's not a Larry's so Larry. much better than Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't yeah. see me ever extend even now as my big opportunity as an author. <laughs> yes. I could have gone to Lawrence, I didn't. <laughs> Lawrence Emder, Sir Lawrence author. Emder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, that, Lawrence Emder. Now that's a that's a that's an expensive bender you're going on then. I think yeah, that's yeah, a much more. Yeah. that's the top shelf. Top spirits. shelf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, also absolutely. not going to fit on a book cover, so I'm just going to keep it. Yeah, 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 a little bit easier. Happy as Lawrence doesn't have quite. <laughs> it's not as good of a title in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, 
This uh, is very exciting. It, it, this is very exciting to have you back on the show and to be uh, having you on a on a like a studio episode. Obviously, but yeah. it's exciting for me for a lot of reasons because yeah, just uh, having you on the show, great. But yesterday, about twenty four hours ago, me and my girlfriend got a puppy. He's seven weeks old. Me coming here to do this is like the first time he's been left alone since we've oh. got him. So it's exciting sitting here knowing I'll be going home soon. No idea what kind of state the house is going to be. <laughs> like so- house could be absolutely fucking trashed. And you've got a rich le- legacy already, but if I get home and my furniture is destroyed by this dog, every time I look at that torn cushion, <laughs> I'm just going to think, damn you, Emda. Yeah, no. You're gonna walk- <laughs> I believe my dog went on a Larry Emda while <laughs> yeah, He really did. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're going to walk in, your house is going to be covered in dog shit, and you're going to be, Larry. Larry. Yes. yes. Have you, you haven't got a name for it yet. Larry. Larry's not bad. Larry Larry's is, not Larry's bad. A, no offence. Larry's a good dog now. <laughs> Yeah. Larry is a good Offense dog name. Taken. Yeah, it's, the the name that he has from the foster lady is uh, Dragon. Which, like, if no. we if we were stuck with that, I'd be Come on. okay with that. But I don't Come like on. the idea of calling out Dragon at the exactly. park and other people thinking that we thought that that was exactly. a cool dog name. Or the old lady near the swings turning around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you out yelling at Dragon as you're looking for porn in the playground. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't. Larry's not bad. Dragon Emda on the book. What sort doesn't of dog work. is it? He's a little uh, Maltese poodle. I think he's got a bit of Jack Russell in him as well. He's a little little white that's, fella. That's it. Yeah. Little terrier, Larry yeah. Emda. Let me know how that goes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me know. I'll run it by my girlfriend and see what she thinks. Oh please. Right. Yeah. Maybe, I'll have maybe to run it up the flagpole. Take it for take the dog for a test spin outside. Give it a few. Yeah. Yell Larry's. See how it feels. Soon well, enough. we've got a few names that are in the rotate that we're sort of set, trying to settle on, and we're just kind of trying them all on simultaneously. And it's like we got a net. We're going to give this dog a complex. Like we're yeah. we're referring to a different to him by a different name. That's right. Literally every time we call him. So it's like we just got to see. If you, call it, if you call it Larry, then you get the joy of going to the dog park and going, Larry, Larry, come on down, Larry. Yeah, yes. Larry. <laughs> See, now you can't do yes. that with Jeremy. You can't that's, do it with That's so good. Spot. I love that you own the jokes. Like anyone else would be so sick of these jokes and you're the one telling them. We don't even get to them first. You're <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. Price is right jokes first. <laughs> yeah. And then I would have to clarify like, by the way, I'm not some like crazed super fan. He was on my podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he actually suggested yeah. this. Yeah, yeah so this shut was up. all his idea. So yeah. shut up, your dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just carry the book around with you everywhere. You see, look, yeah, see, yeah. named after a published author. It's his idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. well, Lawrence is certainly not as fun to yell out. So. I'm not going to call the dog Lawrence. No, no, no. That's not happening. <laughs> don't, it's got to be Larry. Yeah, don't go. Got to be Larry. Don't, yeah, don't go. I'd be really honoured. Uh, I can see it's not happening, but anyway. But no, no, I'm, I'm going to push for it. Don't worry, this won't be the end. <laughs> yeah, there's, of a, there's a campaign. There's a yeah. campaign here somewhere. Once this goes out there, all the all the listeners of this show will be yeah. very active with pushing it for Larry. That's for yeah. sure. I'm gonna, I'm into it. I'm just going to have to give out my girlfriend's social media accounts. <laughs> Docs are on the show, so the listeners can hassle her and go, "Why don't you want the yeah. dog to be called Larry?" Yeah. Stuck up. One little um, detail that was, I reckon, almost hidden in the book that your mum was a prison counsellor. For a time, yeah, yeah, as part of her social work course. That's so yeah. interesting. What, what, yeah. what? I mean, surely she she had some stories. Well, she, you know, that it was in a, a counselling section, so right. she wasn't sort of in. She, she, her boobs weren't being put in a steam press. If that's, <laughs> if that's what you, are you going for, that yeah. is that what you want from me? <laughs> no, no, no. I just thought maybe this is uh, maybe this is the moment you realise. When your mum said, oh, yeah, I was going in there for counselling. And it was like, why did you do it for six months straight and never come home? Oh, mum was in the big house. (laughs) (laughs) We'd see her every third Sunday. (laughs) No. (laughs) But if you saw my mum, and there's pictures of her in the book, she's this tiny little blonde-haired, blue-eyed, surfy girl. So going off to prison was... um, Just shows looks 
you know, you can't tell from the looks of what someone can <laughs> do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she went to jail for calling her son Larry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lawrence. Give him the option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he wants to shorten it, he can. <laughs> You've got a great story about um, your mum making uh, sandwiches for a... You had like a little premiere party for, oh, yes. A, yes, for yes, a show, yes. for the first episode of a show yes. that you had done. Yeah. And um, you, you'd gotten it catered and your mum insisted on uh, bringing in sandwiches. Yeah. And I can sort of relate to this. I had an art exhibition two years ago and my mum insisted on making sausage rolls for it. Right. And the people that run the gallery were like, got to be honest with you. First time we've ever had an artist's mum insist on handing out sausage rolls. No. Not really something that's done in the art world. I was right. like, well, I do things a little bit no, different. And that, but that's so mum. As you read the book, you'll see. And my sister's an artist as mm-hmm. well. So mum would do that for Martine's um, art exhibitions as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like, mum, it's cool. It's catered. It's fine. There's prawns. There's oysters. No, no, I want to bring some uh, egg sandwiches. <laughs> mum, it's fine. Seriously. <laughs> you don't have to bring egg sandwiches. There's, there's, there's stuff. There's, there's people there cooking, doing sushi. And that's all right. I'll bring some, I'll bring some fruit. No, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, but a lot of people relate to that story. Oddly enough, mm. like a lot of people go, "Yeah, my mum would do this." Yeah, does that mean that you weren't allowed to go near the prawn sandwiches or anything? Because you're like, now you've got the allegiance to mum, so then you're yeah, sitting there, you're the one person eating the egg sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else is living it up on the smoked salmon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But when she turns away, yeah, 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 I just yeah dive yeah, straight yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> go for gold. I reckon you're. I reckon you're in the. So, so yeah. I don't mean to get too to whatever, but uh, what I love about you and your ilk. Is that uh, you? I mean, you and Grant Denyer, and even look, we'll squeeze Andrew O'Keefe in there. Is that uh, people that are hosts and whatever, but who are very funny, but are not comedians? Because I think it's just double pointed. Like comedians can be, if if someone's calling themselves a comedian, it's sort of like, oh, we'll see. But if someone like you is just hosting and then they're being funny as well, it's like this guy is so funny. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? I'll take it. I yeah, don't know yeah, what you yeah. mean. But I, no, no, no. Well, we're not, I'm not comedian. I mean, yes. oh, I'm not a comedian. Yes, but, you, but you're very funny. So I think that's... that's Are you uh, cracking on to me? I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like we're in a hotel room and I actually feel a bit... I feel a little no, bit I'm just jealous of you because I feel like people call you funny and they don't so much do that to me. That's all. So we'll I'm call yourself an jealous. author and then they'll yeah. be surprised yes. when you're funny. Yeah, yeah okay. Go. But I do think you're in the big list of uh, uh, people that haven't won the gold Logie that should have. I reckon there's, oh. there's some people, there's there's you, there's, Husey's never won one, Pete Hellier's never won one, Yeah, you've never won one. I mean, Grant Denyer's won one. I mean, you must have felt a bit of mixed emotions with that because, I mean, he's in he's in your club. He's in the club, isn't he, surely? Well, he's in, the, well, he's in his own little club. Right. He's got his little, own little, little club. Little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. No, he's a, <laughs> he's, you know, he's a great host. But, yes. you know, you don't win Logies for being great. You win Logies for having great hair. So <laughs> that's, you know, that's where, I mean, that, that, that fell apart it. with Carl Stefanovic, of course. Right. But generally speaking. Well, another uh, one, yes. Carl Stefanovic. Yeah, he's very funny. But he won geez, the- you're really heaping these names on me now. No, you? Really no, making- no. <laughs> um, I'm not a Logies guy. It's, it's, it's never, I've never been. There, I think I'm present. I don't think I'm popular, but I'm present. I'm just around. I've always yeah, been around. Yeah. No, but you just yeah, you you're sort of in that nice middle ground where uh, uh, you are working nonstop, mm. and that's the real gold logie. That's it, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, plenty of people have won gold logies and aren't working anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm still working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my name's Larry, so I've got everything going against me, <laughs> but I'm, st- I'm still working. Well, the interest is out there in you because looking you up on uh, doing a bit like reading the book and then trying to do a little extra research today. You're at, because the book has like just come out and there was an excerpt in the paper. Putting your name into Google, some of the less reputable news sites 
they're having a field day. They're getting to write yeah. the really salacious headline yeah, yeah, yeah. with just something that's mentioned in the book, yeah. but presenting I, it if it's like... Unlike you, who's just talked about sex for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so much rooting in your book. <laughs> that's a podcast headline. Yeah, true. But presenting but presenting the headline as if it's like some bit of gossip that they found out right. but, but through I, hard-hitting yeah. journalism. It's like, no, it's just in a book that anyone can buy and read. Yeah, yeah. And I knew that. Like I've been around mm. for a long time, and we do this all the time on the morning show. You know, when someone's coming on, you take a, a, a slab out of the book that's interesting and that's promotable and all that. So I knew as I was writing things that that would be an interesting clip for someone. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, that's okay. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing too bad in there. I don't think. No, not at all. But no. it's because it happens with podcasts a lot. Sure, we've, we've had it happen on here where someone said something. Yeah, and then the Daily Mail have gotten their little right. paws all over it and gone, ah, this is a headline. And that, that's our aim: just to be in the Daily Mail as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. We never can be. We've been in like. Like once or twice, so every time we're trying to get someone famous to say something fucked, yeah, and yeah. they won't say it. So. Yeah. so if you could give us some juice, yeah, yeah, help yeah, us yeah, along right. here. I mean, but but exactly what you're saying is completely right. You know, you know that you've got to put something out there to get that interest in it. That's why I love you've. It's almost clickbait. The chapter titles of your book. Yeah. You've got here's some chapter titles of your book. Uh, young man, get your hand off my balls. Paul Hogan made me spew, but saved my life. Yeah. Uh, KFC and bleeding nipples. Hairy nipples and Her Majesty. <laughs> you are, uh, yeah. That's this is like the trap track list of like a pub rock album from yeah, the 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah. And, and Emda, you're a TV slut. That is, that yeah. is some attention grabbing chapter titles. And Sniffing Molly. You missed that one. Oh, right, right. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, just because when I wrote that chapter title, I thought, oh, it's good. good oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry yeah. I overlooked it in my top five chapter yeah, titles. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Clearly, you were, yeah. that was the bit where you were bench pressing. <laughs> <laughs> We've, we, we should say we've had a public your publicist in the room with us, and I'm sitting directly opposite her. And just how's she looking? I can yeah. make an eye contact I as know. I was talking about the pornos. I was like, "What? Uh, yeah, yeah. What I am know. I doing? I Good thing these windows don't open. I would I have been s- straight <laughs> out there." I've certainly turned my back to the uh, publicist <laughs> doing this because I'm like, if we just keep talking quick enough, maybe we won't get wound up. <laughs> 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 well, we've packed a lot in. Yeah, we should say we've we've joked about it a lot, but the book is fantastic. Everyone uh, listening to this should check it out, and it's, it's a uh, great read in that. You can obviously, as I've proven, you can read it anywhere. You can read it on the beach. You can read it in the gym. Yeah. You can, yeah. It's a, it's a nice, easy read, and that's not said Thank in a you, bad guys. way. That's said in a, in a nice way. Where you know what? Sometimes I get books and oh, I'm intimidated by the books. I'm like, oh, I'm never going to start that. How am I going to finish that? And I'm yeah. going to have to really concentrate. But I didn't have to concentrate for yeah, your no, book, <laughs> and that's why I wrote. That's yeah. how I wrote it because I'm an idiot, I'm an idiot from way back no. who got kicked out of school. So there's a collection of nice, simple stories you yes. can read it. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're flexing, as you're, <laughs> as, as you're downward dogging, as, yeah. you're, as you're doing anything. So, yeah, I, yeah. Ca- I can only imagine it's even better when you're not looking at it at the gym or in the little Gmail window. Yeah, yeah. as your as your dog is just destroying your living room. Yeah, yeah. at the same time. And as you're reading it, relax, going, I'm just going to enjoy this book instead of trying to read 400 pages in two hours before you do a podcast. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, yeah, Larry, thanks so much for joining oh, us. Great to see you guys. Yeah, always. hopefully uh, see you again soon. And uh, thanks. H- happy as happy. As it's not happy as Larry, is it? It's no, just happy, happy as. as, and then Larry M does. So, yeah, um, go out and get the book right now. It's out right now, isn't it? Right now, just right in time. I don't want to say Father's Day, but whatever. Yeah. Just in time for Father's Day. Just whatever. in time for Christmas somewhere. <laughs> in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always Christmas. Somewhere. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Keep an eye out for the God Logie campaign. Thanks oh, for listening. Yes. We'll see you next <laughs> time. Go, Larry the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and they've done it again. Oh, he came on down our throats. That's no. right. Should we say that? <laughs> Hopefully the publicist has checked out at this point because I imagine anyone worth their salt is 
you know, you got to you got to check in <laughs> on the bits of publicity that you got for the book. Yeah, you got to listen in. Yeah. Hopefully, as we're wrapping it up, she's like, it says this goes for another hour. Yeah. I can't. I can't imagine but there's any point to tuning. We just into said that. goodbye. We just said, "Why would they keep going? That would have been insanity." There's obviously a glitch yeah. in the podcast because yeah. it says this, this goes on for another forty-five minutes to an hour. Good Why point. would that be happening? Maybe everyone that listens does that. Maybe they just played this interview again. Yeah. Yep. And by interviews, you know, interviews are a very loose word. I love when anyone brings up the word interview in mm. conjunction with what we do. Yeah. It's. Uh, I guess you know what that episode is as close to an interview as I guess we get. I guess in that realm, with, because you've gotten this person in on the grounds that they have a book to flog. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. it's you have to you have to do a bit of like. So in the book, you know, mm. you do this. But also, look, I would say two points in that uh, uh, it is not Larry or his publicist hitting us up. No. To flog a book, it is literally. It was literally me saying, seeing he was in town doing mm. this promo sort of stuff. Me going, can you please come and talk to us? We'd love to talk to you again. Mm. And then both going, yeah, no worries, we'll fit you in and, and, and doing as best as they could. And they're very thankful to them for all that. So it's not like, don't think, oh, listen to this guy going on about his book. We want to talk to Larry. Yeah. We find him really funny. Yeah. And um, often someone of that stature, that's the only, generally, the best chance you have of yes. talking to them is because they're on the they're on the campaign trail. And We've had him at Live Ones in Sydney before, but that's just kind of like luck of him being free on a also, Saturday evening. Yes. And he lives in Sydney and we yeah. don't. Yeah. And I don't know how we managed to get him on two different Saturday evenings, <laughs> but... Uh, I don't know how we managed the first one yeah. when this podcast was like yeah. a year old. Yes. And it was me DMing him on Instagram. Right. <laughs> well, it would have been Twitter back then, probably. It's Twitter. Yeah, it might have been Twitter. Yeah. 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 But just literally chucking him a DM and him yeah. being like, okay, sounds fun. Yeah. Email this person and she'll sort it all out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, very, very thankful for him. To uh to do that so uh yeah it's not just him flogging a book we want to we want to talk to him we want to be flogged yeah <laughs> and and you know we're talking about the book because you know what when you talk to a guest it's like oh I wonder what they've got going on or you know you're trying to you know segue into something that, that's been going on or whatever well we had the ultimate segues we read his book and knew all of his stuff so we it's, get to just go yeah yeah it was a bit like um. You know, on on the big tonight shows is the thing where they do like the pre-interview. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like the guest reading through, like, okay, they want to talk about this and I know how to set them up. Yeah, it was like that. Except the pre-interview is available to like anyone in the world if they want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pre-interview is thirty four ninety five yeah. <laughs> at all leading retailers. That was our little impression of uh, the Leno and Letterman show just then, I guess, wasn't it? It's like yeah, we, were, we were hosting the show. Yeah, and so, you... well, Larry, you got a book out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to the back of a panel then. You know that chapter in the book um, where he talks about going to interview Yoko Ono mm. and he's like gets this like last-minute call-up Big opportunity for him, yep. big stress, yep. gets to the airport and there's a book on the Beatles, yep. book on John Lennon. Yes. And so he's just like... And I knew that book already. So it's right, like, right. it's not a, it's not a, yeah, it's a, it's a funny story because he goes, I'm going to base all my research on this book and I've read, I, I haven't read the book, but I know the book. Yep. I remember when it came out and, and it's like, this book is no good. It's unauthorized, right? Yeah. So he's bought it at the airport. And it's unauthorized because John Lennon was dead at this point. So yes, <laughs> right. Well, but the family and everything had yes. signed off on it. Yes. But so he's on the fl- he's on the way to the interview, mm. like hours before the interview, yeah. boning up on the subject with this book, like underlining yeah. passages and dog earing pages, and I was like. That's like what I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Except we weren't reading the unauthorized many lives of Larry Emder where it's just like what a calm. Yeah, yeah. That's a good um that's a great angle for a pod. You interview famous people, but all your research has come from 
unauthorized. Oh, <laughs> from enemies of the guest. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. So you go in and you're like, look, you're probably not going to like a lot of what comes yeah, up, but yeah. this is just what's available yeah. to the average person if they go into a bookshop mm. and they want to buy a book on you and they don't this give a fuck where it's come from. All the infos come from the unauthorized blog. Mm. Of uh, Tommy Daslow. Yeah. Yeah. It's all stuff I found on Perez Hilton. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all stuff I asked open micers about you. Yep. Um and when they've seen you have oh, bad yeah. sets and That's you know. good. The gossip the gospod. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind that at all. Yeah. But yeah, beautiful stuff in there at the uh Sofitel. Yes. We uh, were recording in the publicist's hotel room, which immediately mm. we got in and Larry was like, This is better than my room. Yes. <laughs> I forgot to bring that up because it was a really nice room. Sofitel in Melbourne, if you if you know where that is, top of Collins Street, uh, the f- fuck the like 40, 40th floor or something, really high something up, nice, yeah, and uh, beautiful view out over towards like uh, towards the suburbs. You had the beautiful view of like the chapel and everything that's near the top of the city. Yeah, over over this way where we were recording right mm, now. You yeah, could, you could probably nearly have seen your house from there. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I was nearly. about to say I regret not. Doing that from up there, and it's like, what a pathetic way to start an interview. No, it's all right. I could see my house from up here. Well, you could see if your house was covered in shit from your new dog yet. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that would have been impressive. Jumped on the roof and yeah. just on <laughs> the big old turd. Larry, I'm sorry, I got to go. Yeah. Carl, you can just take this one on your own. I've got to get out of here. I can see a tiny little brown blip getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah, well, well, uh, we haven't done this for a while. One guest and also one host. Yeah, yeah. Because the yeah. other one left to clean up shit. Yes, we. Well, when was the trivia question, Tommy? When was the last time there was only one guest and one? Host in the room of one of our episodes. I know the answer to this. Yes. I can't tell you the number of the episode. No. Steve-O. That's right. <laughs> in fact, not only the last time, I think maybe the only time ever. Yes. <laughs> Steve-O from Jackass when I was running late and he he wasn't very happy about all that. I don't think, was he? No. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Perhaps fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who cares? That was funny watching, uh, watching the last- The ultimate prank. Yeah. Watching the last Jackass movie and been like, yeah, I've seen this guy's nuts. Yeah, that's I've right. I've been in the same room as him. Get back in the archives, guys, if you want to hear um, <clears throat> how that sounded back in the day. Mm. We, we had, you know, way, way, way back in the Wayback Machine, we had quite a few little good little gets yeah. like that. So um, if, if you're one of those people that just found our pod and just started listening at the moment that you, that you, you know, found us. Yeah. Um, or... Uh, if you're a big uh, Jim Brewer fan, yeah. <laughs> you can go back and listen to him on the show. Now that is a very funny day. We did we did record so that's back I don't know what episode a hundred or something like that around, around about that around time. about then that, in the, the same era the of big like double Steve-O. the yeah. big double remember that two in one day Jim Brewer uh, and Charlie Murphy yes and they I think they're we packaged them together as the same episode maybe yeah I think so I think yeah. it's like a split because we, we only got had, like fifteen minutes with each of them uh, yeah yeah twenty half an hour or something so like yeah that's that is a crazy coincidence that yeah. there's one episode where one of the guests is. Physically what? dead, and the other one's mentally yeah, brain dead. dead. Yeah, <laughs> wow. We should um, we because we did this in at the start of lockdown. They're both getting about as many laughs as each other at the moment. Yes, <laughs> we at the start of lockdown we did a thing where we were trying to put a bunch of extra stuff on the Patreon. Yeah, and we did like a three day run where we took these live episodes that we'd recorded. And we'd release them for for money at the time, like you had to pay for them. They never made it onto the main feed. Mm. So we put them up on the Patreon with like a little commentary thing that we did yep. of them, like yep. listening back to them. So there you go, guys. If you want to, if there's an ad for joining the Patreon there, us full live 
episodes that we recorded 10 years ago that we never put out in the main feed, you can't get, but are st- still sitting there in the Patreon backlog. Yeah, and and with new, like us listening back to them and reflecting oh, on what yeah. we remember and doing a bit of top and tail commentary Erectus commentary. Um, we should do that with the Charlie Murphy and Jim Brewer episode. Fuck. Fire it up, listen back to it, and then we just drop it as a new ep with, uh, yeah, with like George Lucas special edition style. Yeah. Just our edited in. Listening back to what, like how we go with these two people that are now, this is their legacy. That on this would podcast. be a better live show, I reckon, if we just played snippets and then stop the stop the tape. <laughs> I got something to say. <laughs> that would be that pop would, up video, and pop then, up podcast, and then uh, and with with guests that can just rain shit on us as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. funny. Maybe I might go back this week and uh, and just have a have a listen to that. Really. I mean, you look. No, look. I shouldn't say that because you do it every week because you you edit this thing. Mm. I just don't have it in me to ever go oh. back and watch or listen it to worst anything part of I the do. week. Listening yeah. to yourself, worst <laughs> part of the week. Just editing as a job. If it was for someone else's show, mm. I wouldn't mind it because it's like when you do comedy and you're like writing and everything. It feels like it's never fit. You know, it's like stressful, like being creative because it's subjective. Yeah, it's like is this going to fly in front of another person? Will they find it funny? Mm. But editing, it's like it's just a technical job. Yep. It's like there's a. It's just like it gets done and then it's done. Mm. So I like that part of it, but then also I'm having to listen to myself as part of it. Yep. Fucking nightmare. Yeah. If I could just edit other people's stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dream. Yeah. Oh, well, good news, guys. I think we saw on Instagram last night that Larry did make it to his uh, Frankston yep. bookshop. Yep. In time, as unbelievable as that sounds out loud. Um, yeah. So pretty crazy. Just uh, that. Yeah. The publicist being like, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the Frankston bookstore. Like they were really supportive of the whole rollout. And in my head, I was like, it's fucking Larry Emder. Yeah. You're telling me readings in Carlton opposite the Nova weren't like keen yeah. to get him in? Like Also, <laughs> also, thank you so much to uh, to Lucy at the, yep. at the, at the, the publicist. At the at publishing the, house. At the publishing house. Um, but you, you do have to say, like looking back in hindsight on paper, could you work a bit harder? Your two little bits of pieces were Frankston Bookshop and the Little Dum Dum Club podcast that day. So, this is, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If you find if you find a bookshop that's not like, what, an hour and a half drive out of town, mm. in peak hour as well when they were heading off, and also you, you, probably, could have fit, you probably could have fit another three bits of press in there. Yeah, if yeah, the yeah. bookshop, if you had have had him at Hill of Content, yeah. the bookshop that's across the road from the Sofitel where oh, he was staying. Yeah. Could have popped in and did spleen as well. Yeah, <laughs> done five on his book. He's, he's yeah. got a couple of good gags in in the in the book. Could have oh, done that's that. great! Getting up at an open mic and being like, "Sorry, new material. I've just yeah. got some notes," and you yeah. just whip out a copy of your own book. <laughs> I mean, it's been printed. I just haven't said it out loud to yeah, an exactly. audience. Yeah, exactly. It's new. It's verbally yeah. new. Yeah, that 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 is. I'm I'm warming up for the audio book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so Happy As is the book, uh, yep. Larry Emder. We we both read it, and uh, we both had to read it in a very short amount of time, which means uh, it lends itself to a bit of an easier read. So, um, yeah, look, if you're if you're one of many people at the moment that's escaping, if you're from Melbourne, if mm-hmm. you're from Australia and you're escaping the winter to go overseas or anything, yeah. not a bad little airport book to, to pick up on the not way. Not at all. Yeah. It's also... I always find, I think we've talked about this before, when you get a memoir, especially a showbiz memoir, you get it because you're like, you know, you want to hear all the good stuff, mm. like the behind the scenes kind of stuff. Mm. And there's always just chapter upon chapter of like, uh, he's, uh, mum did this when I was four. And you're like, yeah. fuck me, who yeah. cares? Yeah. I will say Larry's has got some of the more entertaining childhood stuff Yes, in a, in a memoir. Yep. Like it's not it's, it's not a it's not a slog. You're not going like get us to the good stuff because mm. he straight away is like, yeah, I love surfing. Yeah. Here's all the exploits I got up to. Which even that, it's like, all right, that's ne- that's unique. Yeah, you know, it's not just like some people. Some famous people think that they're like 
family growing up stories are the most interesting thing that's ever happened. It's uh, like, this is just being a child. Yeah. Yeah, I've read a few shockers lately where they just go way into way too into the uh, uh, childhood mm. and into like uh, like a like a diary. Like here's everything. It's like uh, you know here's the history. You know the, that's this is this is a real pet peeve of mine with biographies, autobiographies. Is well, I guess my story really can't be explained without starting at my great grandfather. Oh, like, absolutely! Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? You're right. That is more of a punish. Three chapters about when their dad was a kid. Yeah, it's like my lord. Yeah, David Chang. Uh, his memoir's great. It's just like one very short chapter at the start about him as a little kid, and he just tells this story about being out to dinner, and he gets to the end of the chapter, and he's like. Now I know this is a boring story. I didn't want to put it in. I yeah. just wanted to get you just want to hear me talk about running restaurants. Yeah. It's only in here because my publisher said you have to have some kind That's of funny. tea leaves thing at the start that right. kind of like sets people up that then they're going to like relate back to and know where you come from. Just so, so I can trust me. I didn't yeah. want this to be yeah. in here. I wanted three extra uh, yeah. uh, three extra chapters on spaghetti bolognese. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that. It, that's like page three, and I was like. This is going to be a fucking awesome memoir. Yeah. This is going to really be good stuff. God, he I'm, gets it. My, you know, one of my favorite artists of all time is uh, Elvis Costello. But fuck, his autobiography. Fuck, it's hard work. Like something like that is something I should just fucking inhale. Mm. And it took me so long because, it, honestly, half the book was about his dad and all this sort of shit. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking. And then the good bit of it, he, the peak of his career goes for about five years. And it's like, right, this is helpful at the time. This is where all the stories are. And that goes by in a chapter? <laughs> yeah. fucking hell. I hate the, the bit about someone's personal history that you're most interested in. Yeah. Getting like a side mention or yeah. getting barely anything at all. Cracking out five a- of the great albums and it's like, that's that's about 20 pages. I'm like, you're <laughs> fucking kidding. And then another 200 pages on the slow descent of his career. Fuck. Did you read... I think I've lent it to you. Did you read it, uh, Elton's book? No, I mean I I have it from two years ago. As, as at the same time you as you've taken it, right? my books, yeah. from two years ago. Yeah, yes. We did a lockdown swap. Yes, and neither of us has read the other. No, ones. <laughs> no. I end up reading a. I yeah. I end up reading another bunch of other books and just I haven't allowed myself to read it. I yeah, I've got so many books to read. And, I hope and that's there's fine. um. It so you know he announced he's <laughs> he had like one or two dates left of his. Farewell to her. Yes. When the pandemic hit. Yes. So finally, it's like he can do them again. Yep. But he's just announced like, oh, well, fuck if I'm coming back. Yeah. Everyone gets another run. Yes. I kind of hope he never gets to finish. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. But um, I because I took my parents to that when he was out here at what start of 2020. Went yes. to Hanging Rock with them. It was like a Christmas present from the two years before when tickets had gone on sale. Mm-hmm. And I saw them the other day, and Mum was like, "Did you see Elton's coming back?" I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah." And she just gets this like sly look on her face, and she's like. We're thinking of going again. Oh wow! And I was like, I'm actually thinking of going again too. Really? I mean, it's been it's been like it was a great show, mm. and truly, if this is it, like, yeah, yeah, all right. It's been I kind of you know I've forgotten big chunks of it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And it's been, like <laughs> you've forgotten Rocket Man. Yeah, Rocket. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also I went to a stadium show the other week for the first time. Probably since well, I yeah, in ages, and I was like, "This is awesome." Yeah, being yeah. in like a huge venue, seeing like a big production. Yeah, it fucking rules. That like part of me is just like, "Yeah, I just want to go and see like a big, big show again." Fuck, things have gotten expensive though. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. Like I remember that I I did go to see Elton. Uh, if if I may, if you guys, sorry, I don't mind just saying calling him Elton. I'm hoping you guys at home understand who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. Uh. We went and saw him at the Amy Park. Yes. Mm. 
And um, yeah, it was fun. It was good. Yeah. But God, it was a bit. It was one of those ones where it was like, I shouted the uh, don't say name. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, two tickets. Ooh, geez, it's a fair bit. For someone, that, for someone that walks in with me going, yeah, I don't really know who this guy is. Well, I had the opposite. I think I I probably talked about this at the time. But yeah, Christmas present to my parents. Got us really good seats. We were like in the sixth row or something wow. at Hanging Rock. Yeah. And it was like we get there and it's obviously like the venue's massive and we're being shown to our seats. Yeah. And we keep – and we're like walking further. There's a guy walking us to them. We're getting closer and closer in. And my mum just like looking around being like, this can't be – there must be some mistake. Yeah. We can't be in these seats. Yeah, that's fine. They couldn't believe it. They yeah, loved it. What time is it? 10.15. Nah, that's not going to be our guest. That's probably the postie. Okay. All right. Are we ignoring that knock on the door then? I think we're just going to have to. Okay. Unless you want to go and check. I'll that's go a, check. We can cut here. Or... Yeah. Right. Do some filling. Okay. I'm doing some filling. Um, guys, I'll give you a bit of personal news. I've just been let know that uh, there's going to be a software update tonight iOS 15.6 is available and will be installed later tonight on my phone. Uh, of course, that'll only happen if my phone is plugged in and uh, it's not. Oh, guess what? Tommy just got a little bit of mail. Uh, two packages. Wow. One he's left by the door. Clearly not for him. One he's bringing with him. So I can't wait to see some uh, absolute, uh, who, what, uh, Prince of Persia porn. You going to open in front of us, Tommy? Yeah. Is that what's happening? Oh, we're getting an unboxing on the pod. What's happening? We got a little A5 parcel, bubble wrapped up. Bubble wrap is opening. And we, uh, what are we going? Video game, comic book. We, it's got to be one of two. What's it going to be? Or Japanese? What's the content going to be? It's a Japanese. <laughs> it's, it's a Japan. It's my fucking notebook that I left in Perth. Oh, very nice. Yep. You left it in a. What, I left it at an open mic in Fremantle wow. and um, asked the venue if they'd post it to me and they said, yeah, mm. and then just nothing happened and they stopped replying to my emails. So <laughs> then I got to know our friend who runs the gig and I was like, I'm sorry about this, but yeah. they're, they're ignoring me and why wouldn't you? Yeah. Do you mind grabbing and posting it back? Mm. So thank you to friend of the show, mm. previous guest, yes. Sharky. Pete Sharky. Another this one from way for back. you, Sharky. Another one from way back in the archives. It's uh, Charlie Murphy, it's Jim Brewer, and it's Pete Sharky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mentally dead, physically dead, and moved to Perth. Yeah, so yeah. dead to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, dead to Melbourne. Go, yeah, go hunt out some of the... Sharky's got some great stories. Yes. And yeah. Heard go, him on this pod. And I think we I think he's on twice and we tell the same story twice. <laughs> Quite possibly. But yeah. um thank you to him for posting that back to me. Yep. Uh all right, so uh we gotta crack in. Speaking of people that support the show, people that uh physically and uh mentally and monetarily support the show, uh Patreon subscribers, thank you very much to everyone who's who has some stage gone along to patreon.com slash little dum dum club and uh, chucked a few shekels our way. Uh, we we do name a bunch of them every week on the show. It's time to, it's time to do a few more. To, time to few add a few more to the Stuart Hall of Fame. Yes. Um, you know as I as I update the machine, I do, I do so see some elapsed members. Would love to see you back, guys. Some of us uh, chuck some money our way during the pandemic, and then has got to a stage and gone. Ah, no, nah, they've had enough. Mm. We can never have enough, guys. Maybe, maybe there are maybe there's some people who've fallen off because they're just like Netflix style. They're sharing the password. Yes, we need to start clamping down on yeah, that. Like they yeah, are. Yeah. <laughs> Shares in Little Dum Dum Club have gone down considerably <laughs> when because you guys have been sharing the password around. So get back on, do the right thing. Um, we'd love to have you back, 
Thank you very much. Let's crack on. First cab off the rank this week. Uh, thank you very much, the patient subscriber, Andrew Ware. Andrew Ware. W A R E. Okay. A Ware. A Ware. Fuck. This guy literally aware of the of the little dumbman club. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Aware is aware. Yes. And uh, he's very very aware. Monetarily, he's one of the uh, the top tier subscribers. Is he really? Yes. Mm. So he was. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wonder if he's got uh, one of our one of our shirts. I wonder if he's got the the shirt that says "I'm aware of the Little Dumbman Club," and he can just put a little full stop in between the A and the W. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm aware. Yeah, and he's just slowly trying to like chisel off the bits underneath. The yeah, 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 yeah. So he just he's just wearing a shirt that says <laughs> "I'm aware." Yeah, yeah. He's just put another. He's just <laughs> put a picture of his face below that bit. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Imagine just any other context, just you wearing a shirt that says "I'm Carl." Yes, I'm I'm K dot Carl. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I get it. I guess I would wear. I did try. There was a there was a shirt out there for a while um, that was sold in like nice stores that was called Carl is my father, and I literally was trying to buy a copy of it. Because mm. it was in, in reference to Carl Lagerfeld, I think. Oh, okay. I, I don't know why you would have that. I don't know why that was a thing. Yeah. I'm sure someone knows why. But that was a shirt that you could that was popular, but a bit expensive. And I was like, I'm not fucking paying $200 for a shirt that says Carl is my father. Like, I, it's a funny shirt to wear for mm. me, but I'm not going to spend that much money on a shirt that says But so. did you have a kid at the time? Maybe no. I don't. Put, oh, mate. Yeah. Because sure. now, that's, yeah. you get that, you put that away. Yeah. Again, not to keep talking about Larry's book, but he's got this. I really liked this chapter about the watch that his dad gave him and. That was a very nice him chapter. Him passing it on to his yes. kid when his kid was like yes. 18. Yes. And he. Was it 18 or 21? Maybe 21. 21. 21. At his 21st, he makes this like big speech in front of all his friends and, and the, the symbolism of passing on the watch. Mm. You doing that, <laughs> like yeah. it's 21st. Yeah. But the symbolism is just, I think this shirt's funny. Yeah. Now you have to wear this shirt that says, Carl is my father. I do. I have thought about, about that a lot lately. Hey, now that you're an adult, I'm not dad. Yeah. I'm Carl. Here's his shit old shirt <laughs> from 20 years ago. Um, I, I have thought about that a lot lately where, you know, you're used to... The um, you know, if you've gone to an 18th or a 21st or whatever, mm. and your your mum and dad have come up and said, told some embarrassing story, yeah, and they you now we're now getting to the point where it's going to be like, you know, my child on the 21st birthday or the 18th is going to be just some old cunt that's his, that's her dad getting mm. up there with the iPhone, just going, can everyone see this? Here's a video I've held on to of her taking a big old fucking shit in the bar. I have thought that that is going to be weird for this generation of children from as of like what, like I guess 10 years ago yeah. where their parents have just got, yeah, every moment yeah. catalogued, yeah. archived forever. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's 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 going to lose the art of storytelling for old cunts. Sure. We don't, I don't even have to try and hold your audience anymore. I'm just going to – here's a big close-up of – of my daughter's ass doing a big poo, yeah, and I'm just pointing at it on the on the screen. That's it. But do you think it will be because it's so commonplace and so easy to do? By the time that happens, it'll just be such an uncool thing to show a video because it's like, yeah, every, no, every child, every person of an age now has, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like if it's you going to be hard. if a video existed like that of you as yeah. a baby and your parents found it and we put it on the socials, that would be like. Oh my god, that's so funny! Yeah, but if you're a generation at a certain age, it's like 
every 16, literally every 16-year-old is like, my dad won't stop showing me the video of like me when I did this. Oh. It just loses its, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not going to kill in that room because it's like everyone's got a video like that of themselves kind of thing. Mm. It's lost the it's lost the sting. It's lost the magic of seeing a video from back be, in the day. You mean a, a, a baby taking a shit's going to be a hack by Quite then? Quite possibly. No, I hope not. I really hope <laughs> I not. I hope not. I don't think so. Yeah. I've got belief. I th- I think, yeah. But it will. But <laughs> that, would be, is... that would be funny for it to be actually like that. Like all of a sudden this 21st is like a comedy show. It's like, heard it, boo, throwing yeah. tomatoes at the screen or but whatever. But yeah, I mean, if everything's being catalogued to that extent, it is going to change people's approach to, to it and how they feel about it, like the response to it. Maybe. Like even when I was in high school, I would take the disposable camera to parties and get some snaps and then go and get them developed and that was exciting and I had like some of my favourite photos of my friends on my wall, stuck to my wall. Are people doing that? Are kids doing that now? Are they, getting yeah. their fav- are they printing off their favourite Instagram posts? Like yeah. even that, there's like I think, you know, things drift away and there's like a bit of a split and people's, people move on to something different. I don't know. I think you're overlooking the, the important thing. That a lot of heavy lifting is done by the emotion of the night. So That's it's, true, it's, yeah. It's the context of it. Uh, but it's, it's funny the idea of like you bringing out the like what what is now currently like a super high res detailed yeah. video yeah. that by the time your daughter's 21 will be the equivalent of someone now bringing out the fucking projector like the yeah. <laughs> like the reel to reel and it's like people going like look at blankets fucking old man he doesn't yeah. even have a fucking hologram he hasn't even yeah. got this converted to hologram yeah, yeah, the cheap yeah, old yeah. cunt <laughs> yeah we've got to look at this on a wall with our eyes instead of having it injected into our brains <laughs> yeah, it'll be a bit of that fucking hell Dad. don't you know how to work one of these fucking brain injectors Jesus yeah. Christ um, well, thanks, Aware. Aware. What a fucking cracking name for this show. The most appropriate name. It really Has there is. been a more appropriate name subscribed to this show? There's no, there's never been anyone called Darren Ickhead. I feel or like anything every, like that. Yeah, every now and then there's been one sort of near the end. Simon Hit Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> every now and then there's been one sort of at the very near the end of the. This segment, yeah, there'll be one that sort of is pretty related to the podcast. Some in sort some of way. South American guy called Haywood Haywood Martez. Yep. Hey, hey, mate. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do a better one. Uh, here's one. Long bow. <laughs> <laughs> if we could be sponsored by long bow, well, no, it's strong bow. That's called strong, strong bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe if they have a um, they they make a they bring out a new a new one, and it's like it's extra. There's more alcohol in it. Yeah, yeah, Longbow. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or no, it's had to be like no, a mid-strength because you can drink more of them. Longbow. Or it's alcohol-free because it's like, oh, here's a beer. It's like, oh, it's a bit of a longbow. Yeah, Call this a beer. Why haven't they done that? Yeah. They could get into the, That's good. the zero alc market. But that, that is really one of those ones where it's like, oh, is there really room in the market for another one of these? I don't know. I just think this name's pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hit go on the production line, fellas. It's Don Draper where he's just like, yeah, there's no there's no spreadsheet. There's no, like, charts. Yeah. There's no illustrations. Yeah. It's just a funny name. Yeah. The end. It's just a f- sort of off. funny name. It's, a, it's not even a funny name. It's a clever name. It's not like you're going to laugh out loud. Mm. You're also probably not going to buy it, but yeah. you're going to see it on the shelf and go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Maybe our, take a photo. That's our mad... Mad Magazine parody of your beer. Mm. You can have that idea, guys. No, actually, fucking give us something for it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks, A-Ware. thanks, Andrew Ware. Thanks, A Ware. Thank, thank you for your, sub- your continued top tier mm. um, um, support. And if you don't have 
an aware shirt, let us know and we'll send one out. Even though, well, look, actually, that's a long bow of a request because I think we've got fucking nearly none left. So okay. if if you are a small little fella, I think we'll be able to kick you out. Okay. And if you're a massive fella, we might be able to kick you out. But there's not much room. If you're a medium own. fella, yeah, Mm-mm. you might be shit out of luck. If you're the average sort of a large um, uh, bloke, maybe not. But let us know. Um, yeah, shout out to the uh, the 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 bits of merch we have left. Plenty of. Uh, burger shirts, white burger shirts with the logo on it. Uh, plenty of Milan. I, I've been Milaned, the, mm-hmm. the the latest edition, and fuck all of anything else. So go on to Little Dum Dum Club, check out the merch we've got on sale. Um, get yourself uh, kitted out. Yes, uh, thank sir. you very mu- thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Joel Smith. Ugh. Fucking hell. Yeah, from uh, chocolates to boiled lollies, right yeah. there. Yeah, Jay Smith. Just Smith, that's fucking, that's nothing to do with our podcast. Not to shirk my responsibility, but as we talked about on the show, new puppy. Yeah. But two nights now of basically no sleep. Oh, really? Just cunt crying all night. Uh, I don't have it in me to riff on <laughs> Joel Smith. Sorry, Joel. I'm very, I'm very Thanks sorry. Thanks for everything, but. I'm very, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'd love to try my best, but yeah. fucking hell. Yeah. Um, I mean, Smith. I am wired. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Well, we've got Patreon. Bonus I know. episodes to do after this, I so know. that's good. I think I'm just going to complain about the dog for half an hour. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Joel. Joel's all right. Um, Joel is all right. I don't mind it as a name. Yeah. It's pretty good. Any any good or bad experiences with a Joel? Great experience with a Joel recently. Mm. Um, when I was down in uh, Hobart for the Mona Festival, mm. a friend of my girlfriend's is an artist down there, and he had some work in Mona. And his work was great. Mm. If anyone went to it, it was the uh, oh no, not Mona, sorry, Dark Mofo. Right. Um, it was the little all the sculptures, the little ape men. It was um, fucking great, really popular. And he, at the last minute, managed to get us tickets to something that we were trying to go to that was sold out. Okay. The thing I talked about where I was having the interaction with the scam bot. Oh yeah, who yeah. Had the div- the divorced right. <laughs> scam robot. Right. Uh, he at the last minute was like. Oh, I'm like working for the festival. I could probably just get you tickets. It's like, this oh, right. would have been good to know a few hours ago. Yeah. So that was a great experience with a Joel. Yeah, great. Um, Joel, Joel the, Creasy. Always yes. a good time being great, around him. Great friend of the show. Funny guy. Sh- should have him back on soon. Um, Joel, the bar manager at Spleen, who I, I deal with every Monday night for comedy at Spleen, who, uh, you know, is a, is, a, is a great bloke. Friend Had, of ours for years now. Mm, yeah, I guess so. He was the he was the doorman there for a bit. Yes. <laughs> Was he? Was he? I can't even remember the back that Wasn't far. Wasn't he like security or something? Was he? I feel like he I was. I can't even remember that. You know, he's been there for so long, I'm like, I don't remember him. I, I remember him not being there, and I remember him being there now, but I don't remember how he entered that I world. I feel like he used to be like kind of, yeah, he'd be checking IDs and stuff. You know, he'd be out the front. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'd been there for a while, and one day it's like, this guy's the manager now. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay. Shit. The pathway from having the little number around the neck right. to fucking... Handling the um, roster, it's a like, real a real gentle giant, really is. You know, you watch you watch the TV show Hacks, don't you? You've watched all that. I've watched all of it. He, Have you finished it yet? No. Okay. He reminds me of the 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 two I see in charge. That <laughs> the guy. big gay black dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a good that's a good comparison. Yeah, I, he's great. I love that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. What did you think of the uh, the tour manager, <laughs> the the bus driver lady who doesn't like lying down at the start of season two? You know who that is, though, don't you? No, I really the actor. Yeah, who? It's like Roseanne's sister from Roseanne from the oh, original Roseanne right, show. Right, 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 and right. I guess she she was on the new one or whatever it was. But right, 
That's, uh, that's I never really watched Roseanne. Jackie Metcalf is her name. Okay. Laura Metcalf. Jackie Le- Metcalf. I can't Laura remember. sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's Jackie. Laura Metcalf is an actor. Yeah, that's is that someone else? I yeah. can't remember. Uh, anyway, don't respond to this. But that's who that is. Um, well, that's a little reminder after last week with New In. The galaxy brains that listen to this. We don't we're having a we're having a conversation that yeah. happens to be recorded. Yeah. We're not sitting here with Encyclopedia Britannica open in front of us. Or we're gonna get things bothering wrong. Bothering to just Google it in one second. <laughs> yeah, but that's boring to listen to. We're gonna get things wrong. We do not need people getting on the socials being like, can't believe they don't know who Laura Metcalf is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, that's uh, such a funny character. The person who does not like being yeah. horizontal when they sleep yeah. is very funny. That's a good show. I think we're I think we're towards the end of it. I think we're towards the end. Um, it ended in a way that made me think that could have been it. And right. they hadn't when it, when the when it aired, they hadn't said if it was coming back. And just all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I guess that's I guess they've just done two seasons and that's the end. Right. And then a day later, it was like, oh, it's just been renewed for season three. Oh, okay. Like, oh, okay. Good that's luck. Good. I enjoy that show. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Um but um yeah. Yeah, Joel Joel at Spleen helps helps run everything on a Monday night when I go in there for my little my little comedy at Spleen open mic thing. It's not it's not open mic, it's curated sort of, it's well it's charges to get in there, so you can't call it open mic, it's booked. Open mic means you can come down and sign up. Mm. I think. I think that's technically what that means. Who are you debating it? with? Yeah, well, I'm just figuring it out in <laughs> You're my own just head. Wrestling with yourself. Uh, yeah, because some people call it that. <laughs> You're like defending I, it to me. I'm like, yeah. I don't have skin in the game. I don't really, I don't really know how to define it now because it's changed. It used to be. It started as used to be un uh, like you didn't pay to get in, and it was cu- it wasn't open mic because you weren't signing up on the night. But now, anyone could get on. Yeah, if they asked. but you you would book ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's not that, and it's paid to get in. So it's not it's not really technically open mic in any way, I guess. No. I should just stop calling it that. Yeah. yeah. But what do you call it? I don't know. A comedy show. A cheap comedy show. Cheapish comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. on a Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm calling it that. Um, closed mic. It's a closed mic. Yeah. Um, so thanks, thanks Joel thanks, Smith. Thanks, Joel. Thanks, Joel Explain. Thanks, Joel Creasy. Thanks, Joel fucking Daslow's mate. Yep. Um, you know what? Hey... When I was going, when I when I was going through the, the unplanned title alternator just then, uh, what you know what the the, the general rule is mm. now? We, we, I've talked about this ages ago. The general rule with with this is if you signed up two years ago or whatever, mm. and then your name comes up, and you're not currently subscribed, it's not you're not getting your name read. You're out. back to the back of the yeah. Well, you you you're nowhere on the list because you're not. Currently subscribe. It's not if you sign up five years ago yeah. for one week yeah. and then unsubscribe and you're going, Hey, when's when's my name getting read out? It's not being read out. The idea of the person who's just waiting for their name to get read out and then they'll unsubscribe. Yeah. Is very funny. There's some people that do it. But there's some people who are you saying there's some people who then they've they've let it lapse, they've come up, you've gone nut. No, and no, then no. They've resubscribed. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is some people I don't know if there's, there's some people out there that uh, if you've subscribed at some point, but then you've unsubscribed before your names have been read out, it's not being read out, and it'll come up, and I'll go, nah, mm. it's nah. fair enough. Sorry, yep. But we've got too many names to get through. Yep. Um. So you, we. That's got, a gimme. That's like easy. That's yes. getting us through the list. Yes. Ch- ch- yeah. It's hard enough to get through up. this list. There's a lot of people to subscribe. A lot of people to get through. Yep. So if you've subscribed for a while, unsubscribed, and I go to read your name out. So this is a name that's come out that I sh- I I shouldn't read out, and I won't read out the name of. But I will give this bit of info. Okay. I was excited by this name came out. I mm. went to go, right, let's add this to the list of being read out. Then I've noticed they've unsubscribed. 
They're not getting the name radar. Mm. But it is someone we've talked about on the show. It is one of our guests' sisters. Ah. Yes. Okay. You know who this is, right? Yeah. Sandra yep. Pang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Samantha Pang. Not that far off. <laughs> really? Not that far off. Okay, very so I believe, parents. I believe that the, uh, the this, this uh, unless there's another Pang that subscribes, which I just would absolutely be shocked at. Yep. But I think that uh, Sam's sister has She's subscribed. Out. Wow. And then, uh, and given it the flick. So yeah. that is, I did kind of, I've always sort of thought when Sam talked, talked about that, um, uh, really, is your sister really a fan of this show? Yeah. But uh, this, this might well, be the proof. Well, not anymore. Well, not yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she unsubscribed when uh, she didn't fancy Sam's performance on uh, Could have the been. last ones. Could have been. Maybe that's it. So, uh, All anyway. right. We got we to gotta get Sorry, sorry, this. sorry. Uh, thank you very much to patient subscriber, Marcus Howarth. Howarth? H-O-W-A-R-T-H. Oh, Shakespeare House motherfucker. Yeah. How is it? How are you today, yeah. you yeah, cunt? That's, yeah, that's yeah. what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah that's right. what it sounds like. Sounds a bit like your nickname, Howie. Howie. Yourself. My, my middle name. Oh, sorry. That's your middle name. My middle name's Howard. Right. Howarth. Howarth. And um, I tried to get Howie going as a nickname yes. at one point in high school. Yeah. Or maybe you should have... Uh, Gotten how arth? How arth? Yeah, Oof. you are you how arth hole? <laughs> that at high school, guys. From now on, yep. call me how arth in English in English class. Just call me how arth. How arth? Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know what to fucking think of it. Why does it exist? How mm. arth? Mm. Mm. Yeah, why isn't it just Howard? Why arth? What arth? <laughs> when arth? Whom arth? <laughs> Yeah. Marcus is is it Marcus? Yep. Good name. Mm. I like Marcus. Marcus is fine. I'm I had a friend growing up who his little good, brother. Good little seven out of ten name, I reckon. Yeah. Mm. The only Marcus I think I've ever known was yeah my friends. Uh, oh no, hang on, we know another one. But growing up, I had a friend who had a little brother called Marcus. Right. Who we used to bully a fair bit. All right. We we had a we had a friend called uh, a crazy friend called called Marcus that I the uh, among many. Crazy things he would do. This is probably one of the least crazy things, but it stuck with me. Is that <laughs> he had his his family TV was the exact same model TV we had at home. Okay, and like, and by the time I was f- friends with him or whatever, and like at, at a drinking age, it, we'd had the TV for a long, long time. So it was mm. an old TV. Yeah, he fine. had the same old TV. So it wasn't like you know walking in today and you've got a, like a newish TV. Yeah, and you find that same model or another. It's like yeah, no shit. You know, yep. a lot of people would have that TV. This a lot of people I know have this TV because it was like on sale at a, a certain point at right. JB Hi-Fi. It was like an end of financial year thing where it was like, right. if you were in the know, it was like, this is a fucking great get for this price. Right, great. So, yeah, it's the opposite of this. It's like a I don't know, fucking twenty-year-old TV. Well, no, no, it would be like a fifteen-year-old TV. Mm. And you're like, oh wow, you, you, I've never seen this TV anywhere else before, and he's got one. Yep. And uh, <laughs> it was just like one of these guys that was just like enjoyed the attention of just, you know, doing something stupid, fucked in the head, and yep. make us laugh. And so you just keep doing it, and you go, you're a fucking idiot for doing that, but yep. we are still laughing. <laughs> um, so he was he just got this magnet, and he was just, he'd say, watch this, and he'd run it along the TV. Oh, no. And suck all the colour out of oh, it. And the no. magnet was sucking the colour out of the TV, <laughs> 
and just fucking his TV. And so we're laughing. For a bit. Yeah, just for a bit. Just yeah, to make us sick. laugh. That and he would just go, and a new person would come around to his TV, around his house, and he'd just do it again, and just fuck his TV more and more. And his family just like, don't fuck our TV. It is a good bit. Yeah. That's like proto-jackass <laughs> kind of stuff. It's yeah. like, I'll do anything. Yeah. I this uh, yeah I don't care. There's yeah. no consequences. Yeah, have I? I would have I would have told it on here before, but maybe not for a very long time. About my friends when they were at school, they went around to a friend of theirs house, and the family had bought their TV secondhand from an airport. <laughs> oh yes, <That's laughs> and right. they watched The Matrix on it, and it's like the bit in the white room. You could just see like arrivals, departures, like yeah. burnt into the screen because like great. for anyone too young, the old TVs, if you left the same image on them for too long, yeah. If you left a thing paused for too long, yep. you'd just end up with that image just fucking... And, like, I always thought it was funny, like, you could tell... If you ever went to someone's house, like, the little watermarks that the networks would have down the yeah, bottom of the yeah, screen, yeah, like the yeah. Channel 7. If you if you were, like, watching a movie on, like, a VHS or whatever, and you could just see the little outline still mm. in the bottom corner, it's like, man, these cunts watch a lot of Channel 7. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They must only be watching Channel 7. Yeah, they yeah. are. They are... Die hard. They yeah. are devoted. That's funny. People people used to be a bit like, yeah, I'm a real Channel 9 person. I'm like, why? What, what are you fucking talking it's about? It's like getting your TV a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, let us know if, um, like, I know you've told that story before. I've got a slight hint in my brain I've told that story before. If we told them back to back and reminded each other of those stories in that order... 200 episodes ago, let us know. I'd, I'd be... like to know if it's, at the very least, if they were like flipped the other way around. Yeah. Would be, that would be all yeah. right. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> yeah. So um, thanks for letting us go back into our... <laughs> into the archives. Into the archives, which is a nice way of saying we're running out of stories. But uh, thanks, Marcus Howarth. Thanks, Howarth. How, how Howarth that, that was for you. Mm. Um, how art that was? No, anyway. How art was that for you? Yes, sure. That's it. Um, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Rory Duggan. Rory Duggan. Yeah, another Rory. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope we haven't done that one. I'm I'm pretty sure we haven't. We haven't. But another Rory. Yeah. We did a Rory not long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because we always get a Rory on. We go, yeah, Rory. I like it. And mm. then you go, I think you like it or you don't like it. I don't love it. Right. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I'm on record every time of saying it. Every time, look, if you're a Rory, feel free to subscribe because I'm going to say every time <laughs> I like it. Apologies if we told the TV stories before, guys. <laughs> anyway, here's some riffs on Rory that we did three weeks ago. Um, and by riff, me saying I, I like, like it. it. Yeah, one of the great, one of the great bits of banter. <laughs> I like those riffs when you're doing stand-up comedy. What do you do for a living? I'm a plumber. I like I that. I like that. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Sometimes you just got to... Some I mean, positive that's, riffing. That's kind of what it all comes down to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Riffing with someone about their job. Yeah. Essentially what you're saying is, I think your job is stupid. Yeah. In order to make it be funny. Yeah. You can't You've just be like, find oh, something... I, I respect what you do. I've, I have I recently was talking to someone who's a stand-up comedian who is... How, whoa, hang on. Who did... Where'd you meet big, big take. Uh, I hung around after a show yep. and said, uh, how can I do what you do? Mm-hmm. And they said, you just did what I do, but badly, so don't. Don't don't bother. Okay, that's uh, good advice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, so I talked to someone who is doing an ad or a series of ads for a product at the moment, mm-hmm. and um, they suggested that this person go and do stand up comedy about the product. Hang on a minute. So this is a comedian mm. who's in some ads. Yes, and the ad company. Yes, were like, why don't you start doing gear about the product? Yes. Right. And and 
For one thing. This isn't part of the... Because sometimes like when you get cast as an ad, it's like... It's filming the ads and then it's also like a couple of corporates for the company as yes. well. This isn't part of a package thing. This is just them being like, hey, what about a little extra? Yeah. Now, I think... I'm not completely sure whether they think this should be a thing where, you know, next time they're on TV doing stand-up comedy, which is pretty rare these days. Like, there's no real... You got the gala, and that's about it in terms of stand-up comedy. <laughs> Doing an Annie gala spot, yeah, like subliminally put putting yeah. some uh, big name brands in your in your three minute gala spot. But hey, if you have the gear about them and it's like killer gear, that's yeah. the challenge. It's like still have the best set on the night. I would absolutely love that. I would love the the idea that you get to do stand-up on TV and some brand come up and go, "I'll give you I'll give you five grand if we get the brand name in there. Just put it in a I mean, bit." It is- you know, it's like specificity is funny. So yeah. if you're talking about like a, you know, getting a fucking, I don't know, bottle of water or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it is funnier to be specifically like, oh, a bottle of Mount Franklin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's not, you know, there'd probably be, maybe it already happens. Yeah. Maybe it already happens more than you're thinking. Yeah. It, that would be, that would be fucking awesome. It would be so good. So anyway. Because you hear about people doing that, they've just mentioned a brand or whatever. Yeah. And then the brand will just like send them free stuff and go like, oh, thanks for that. Yes. Like they haven't solicited it. You would have. happened and they're like, yeah. Within bits of yours, you would have times where you mention a brand name. I certainly do. Yeah. That would be great if, if um, you know, you got that chance. You got the, the, the chance to do stand-up on TV and you go, fuck, that's a solid bit. Funny, go go yeah. to them and yeah. say, look, I'm thinking of doing this bit, but I've got another bit that's pretty good. What's in that, it? What's in it for me I if I happen to choose <laughs> this bit? <laughs> the idea that they've they're tapped in, they've seen you do the bit, and they're like, "That bit's killer." Yeah, we've got you over a barrel here. Yeah, yeah. There's no <laughs> way you're not doing that bit on the gala. And also, we know enough about comedy to know that it's a you know it's a delicate balance. It's yeah, a finely yeah, yeah. tuned machine. Yeah. You're not just subbing out a different brand. I go, we've got the funniest brand name. I go. I go to Bunnings and I go, "Look, at this bit. I got Bunnings in here. It's this great bit about sausages." Yep. Why do you reckon? They go, mate, I'm calling you bluff. You're doing it anyway. And then I go, fuck. And I go home and I go back to the drawing board and I try as hard as I can to write a killer Mitre 10 bit. Yeah. Yeah. That, just just to spite them. Yeah. And then get to go to Mitre 10 and go, look, what do you reckon? Otherwise, i got this killer bit. And they hear your bit about Bunnings and go, fuck, that is solid. Mm. You're probably quite minded to go with that. Uh, we actually do have to pony up a bit of money to get this Mitre 10 bit across the line. You'd become a legend because the gala, uh, for people who don't know, it's for charity. Yep. So your fee is, you know, given to... Exposure. The Oxfam mm. charity. Mm. But you coming out of that and being like, no, I cleaned up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I made a lot... I'll be eating a lot better than those fucking kids in Africa, that's for sure. Exactly. Who yeah. needs the comedy festival to pay you when yeah. you've got Bunnings in the back pocket <laughs> writing a check? <laughs> That would be fucking good. Well, thanks, um, Rory. Well, anyway, so oh. so, uh, uh, but just on, on oh the back yeah, they of that, want him to do stand up about it. They want him to do stand up about it, and of course, the the classic idea is, and you know, I, I thought of this, and so did the day straight away. Generally, if you're doing comedy about something, it's not positive. It's no, a, absolutely. That's rare... what I was going to say. It's like when you're in an ad, it's like, oh, don't worry. Yeah. I'll be talking about this at some stage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be doing material about this whole experience yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, It's not like there's, there's very few punchlines that go, so how good is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I'll, I'll do it, but you won't like it. Yeah, it's a very, it's a, it's a fucking hard writing challenge to, to, to talk about a product that you're maybe not particularly, you know, invested in mm. and then 
to make it come off really well yep. whilst getting laughs. And not make it obvious to the audience that that's what's ha- that this has been a financial transaction. I reckon... If you're yeah. doing five minutes where it's just you talking about how great a product is yeah, yeah, yeah. and not have the audience kind of twig and go, yeah. I think this cunt's on the take. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Look, one day, one day that'll be nice. Anyway. Uh, uh, let's just do one more. Um, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Oh, okay. This is interesting. Ansel Extra Tiny Condoms Comedy. Ansel Extra Tiny Condoms Comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, I could do comedy about this and have it be funny and, and not just be a positive experience. Yeah. Because, like, my experience is that they keep slipping off. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, could, I could talk about the product. For the right person out there, I'm sure they're great. But for, but for me, no good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hit a nerve, hasn't it? That's good. That's <laughs> thank, good. You. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> wow, maybe I should be sleep deprived more often. Hey, I feel like that joke's made me feel like I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> Is there any funnier than the comedic premise of I have? Like, because it's like when you're growing up, it's like the funniest thing to say about someone else, and then you reach an age where you're like, it's just funny to say that this is about me. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. <laughs> it really is. It's like you think I'm probably going to mature at one point. I'm not going to find the same stuff funny anymore, <laughs> and that's true to an extent. But it's also like, no, it's just a different side of the same. Co- you literally yeah, yeah, are crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's brought a. T- it's brought two tears to my eyes. Yeah. I did like that a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Ansel Extra Tiny Condoms Comedy. Man, that's that's <laughs> imagine imagine that's your opener on the gala. You get on the comedy festival gala and Ansel pay you to do that bit. That's a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm actually thinking, That's could I bit. could I actually just do that as a bit in my You could up? totally do that as a bit. In All right. The, you've now, <laughs> if you set that up as, you know, you set up as something about someone's paid you to do, to reference it in your set and then. To do you, comedy about this thing that I've been doing ads yeah, for. Yeah. No, no, you don't even need to do that I've as been that. paid to do this, but it's like. Someone, you know, this is unbelievable. I've been doing stand-up. Some people have had this done before. They've asked, you know, some people get sponsored or whatever. Someone has actually asked me to wedge a reference to a product into a bit of mine as I do on a stage. I'm very wary to do it because you're supposed to hang shit on a product. And I, you know, I think that's, you know, that's the only way to make it funny. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I mean, how's this going to be a good ad for it? And then you name the product. You say, I can't say anything good for it. Because they keep slipping off. <laughs> I don't, they're like, yeah, talk about your good experiences with the yeah. products. Like, I don't have any good yeah. experiences with the product. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's good bit. And especially if you, you could play with it where you're like, because you're talking about condoms being like, I don't use them. Yeah. You know, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. thinking it's like going to be some dodgy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they keep slipping <laughs> off. There you go. You heard it here first, guys. All right. You heard a Tommy Daslow bit get created live on air. Yep. It's already been tested out in the room. It's brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> it's a good bit. No, but now I've burnt it. <laughs> I do it on the pot. I've burnt it. <laughs> it's killed. Oh, my it's God. It's killed with me. And as I as I often say, you know, doing stand-up, if I, you know, if a comedian um, laughs at a bit, it's worth 10 of you fucking absolutely. Schmendrix out yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, right. it's, 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 hey, bring that, you don't even need to do that in the rooms now. I'm I'd, trying I'd to think say. where I could, uh, 
yeah, when's when's the next thing I could try it out at? I'm going to Chris Rock on Wednesday night. Maybe I could try and, <laughs> Really? Yeah. Why? Because Ballard texted me and said, do you want to go? And I was like, right. yeah, why not? Oh, man, I saw an... Anyway, well, look, I saw an ad for it. I said, oh, tickets. The ad for it was like, wow, check it out. Tickets started only this much. And it's like, that's fucking heaps. It's not cheap. And also, it's like a weirdly specific amount. Yeah. Like, they are flogging. I, you would be getting the same yes. sponsored ad that I'm yes. getting. Tickets from $93.70. Yes. yes. Like, what an odd... Yes. <laughs> what a strange from, number to land on. Yeah, yeah, and also from. That's that's a lot. That's that's bad. Like I said, I went to a went to a stadium thing the other day and I was like and then yeah, Bella texted me, I was like, Yeah, you know what? Mm. One of the biggest comedians in the world should should go see yeah. Chris Rock with him. Yeah. I'll tell you what, <laughs> he's fucking slapping you with that price right now, I reckon. <laughs> he's yeah, right yeah. across the fucking wall. Yeah, true. No, oh, well, I'll be you know, be interesting to see. Yeah, but maybe yeah. I'll see if I can get on. Yeah. yeah. And just try Chris. I've just got one bit. Honestly, I'll be up there for 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know yeah. what? Not to toot my own horn, yeah. I think you're going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it killed on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It killed the room. <laughs> one, one out of one. And, you know, he's a tough, it's a tough get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, hey, Larry's publicist, if you were doing your due diligence and listening through to the back end of this, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it too. Give me a book deal and I can yeah. just talk about that bit. I think, after reading Larry's book, I reckon Larry would like that bit. I think he would I too, think yeah. like that joke. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club if you want to get all the extra content. Uh, we're about to do two bonus episodes right now yeah. with a friend of the show that you can uh, and you can get access to 250 plus of those bonus little episodes with great guests. Go check all that stuff out. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.